Welcome to the Not All Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 338. As part of our Smithsonian Associates Art of Living interview series, today's show is going to be a great one. And you'll want to add what we'll talk about today to your list of things to do in and around Washington, D.C. Of course, my family and I live here in Washington, D.C., and we love it. Traffic is often bad, but Washington, D.C. can sometimes be incredibly awesome in terms of great things to do. If you live here, have kids, or are visiting soon, you have to check out one of the most unique experiences ever. That experience? Smithsonian sleepovers. A night of adventure awaits you as you enter the Smithsonian's National Museum of Natural History, the National Museum of American History, the Smithsonian Portrait Gallery, and the National Air and Space Museum's Stephen F. Udvar Hazy Center just outside Washington, D.C., near the Dulles International Airport. So just as the doors of those museums are closing, the lights dim, the crowds shuffle out, and the wonders of the museum's halls are yours to explore. You'll go on interactive exploration of the museum and participate in hands-on crafts projects and games. Then you'll roll out your sleeping bag and dream away in the darkened halls of one of the world's most famous museums. And following the dreaming and the sleepover because kids and parents and grandparents say the darndest things, let me play some of the adorable comments from attendees read by our guests today. Liz Page, and Brigitte Blacher. So one of the activities that we do in Ocean Hall is a demonstration where folks learn about blubber. And someone once said, after they, this must be after they learned about blubber and its importance, they said, I need to get some of this blubber. I'd never be cold again. We have another one that says, wait, is this a dinosaur egg or poop? Hmm, let's open it up and find out. And that has to be on reference to an activity that uh, we have done in the past at our Last American Dinosaurs Hall at the Natural History Museum. I have one that says, if mummies attack me tonight, I'm so stealing that sword. That creature is horrifying. He looks like an ugly head flying through the ocean. They must be talking about the anglerfish. We are looking forward to doing the sleepovers again. And, and of course, you know, welcome everybody to join us, whether they've been there before or come again. Um, some people have done it more than once uh, and, and, and repeat because it's such a fantastic way to spend time with their families. So come on down. We really had a fun, great conversation that, of course, our guests today, Liz Page and Brigitte Blacher. It sounds awesome, right? This is now our second annual Smithsonian Sleepover interview with Brigitte Blacher, who is the program manager for the Smithsonian Associates Sleepover Program. And we're joined today by Brigitte Blacher and Liz Page, both of whom are responsible for this truly one-of-a-kind experience in Washington, D.C. that should be on your itinerary. Sleeping at the Smithsonian is one of those experiences, and kids, 8 to 14, parents, grandparents, all are welcome. This is just a great opportunity because, come on, who doesn't want to sleep over at the Smithsonian? Please join me in welcoming to the Not All Better Show via internet phone, Brigitte Blacher and Liz Page. 
Brigitte Glacier and Liz Page, Smithsonian Sleepovers, is our conversation today. I love this topic. Brigitte Glacier, we've talked about this before, but maybe give us a little bit of, uh, well, first of all, let me back up. Welcome both of you to the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, good to talk to you both. Brigitte, tell us a little bit about the background of the program, and and I know there's some, you know, certainly some connection here to a very famous movie. So I'm I'm just going to let you take this and, and give us all the good stuff. Sure. Uh, so the Smithsonian sleepovers uh, kind of came to be when the famous Night at the Museum, Paddle of the Smithsonian, uh, was out in movie theaters. And of course, we here at the Smithsonian Associates decided, well, this is an opportunity we should not be passing. And we created our first sleepover uh, that coincided with the movie. And we showed the movie, and then they would do a few things uh, later in the evening, and then uh, they'd sleep over in the halls. Uh, since we no longer show the movie here at the Smithsonian, uh, it then morphed into what it is today, which is a uh, journey through the various museums. And this will be our 10th anniversary, I believe, uh, 10th or 11th anniversary of doing them. So it's very exciting. It is exciting. Well, happy anniversary yeah. to both of you. Well, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Well, Liz Page, why don't you jump in and tell us a little bit about the, the wonders of the museum and, and this journey that Brigitte uh, refers to. So when everybody leaves for the day, what happens there at night? <laughs> Sure. Well, one of the things that I think is really cool about all of the different museums is just how, I mean, as soon as those museums empty out, it just, it gets really quiet in those museums and all of a sudden, you know, everything just kind of pops out at you and you have the whole, you have access to, you know, almost everything that's there and there's inspiration, you know, there's all sorts of things, things to look at. There's things that are in drawers that, you know, I feel like every time I go, to one of these sleepovers and, you know, everybody shows up, I learn something new. I, I discover something new. And I think that's one of the very exciting, wonderful things about the Smithsonian. Yeah, uh, truly. Uh, Brigitte, you know, with the anniversary upon us, you've been doing this great program for a while. And, and of course, uh, there are changes in store. IMAX movies, Udvar Hazi. Sure. What are some of the changes that are coming? Yeah, well, you know, as time goes on, uh, museums... Uh, take on different aspects. And so um, we just do show some IMAX movies, which we've done through the past, kind of to end the night, uh, kind of bring everybody into one location, thank everybody for coming, and then they get to see a movie before the lights go out in the halls. And um, we'll do that at Udvar Hazi and at American History. Uh, there'll be a large IMAX screen in American History, and then we do show movies that are IMAX themed in the giant screen in um, the Warner Brothers at American History. Uh, we'll also be uh, doing some things at Natural History, but as this is a uh, new year for Natural History and no IMAX, um, it's things to come, and you'll have to see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting, definitely. Liz, a question for you then about just the, some of the details. What what can the audience expect in terms of, you know, in terms of details uh, like ages of participants? What should participants bring along? And, and anything else we should know about before attending a Smithsonian sleepover event? Sure. So we tend to operate these between uh, May and August. We try to do around 12 to 13 of them. Usually on Fridays, we'll occasionally out at Uvarhazi, we try to gear those towards Saturday nights. And we also, for the past uh, few years, 
We like to do one also in October. That's kind of become a tradition for us. And we try to do it around Halloween where folks are able to dress up in costumes. And we kind of add a few little things here and there that make it a little bit more of a special Halloween-themed sleepovers. Uh, all of our sleepovers are geared towards 8- to 12-year-olds. And uh, we will sometimes for Uberhazi, we'll bump it up a little bit to 8- to 14 uh, when we do them at the portrait gallery. Uh, those are usually for older, like 10 to 14-year-olds, and uh, the children have to be accompanied by an adult. It can be someone from their family. It can be a caregiver. Uh, we do have grandparents who come. They are more than welcome. We see a lot of grandparents actually come back year after year as their grandchildren age up. You know, they'll bring one, so they'll bring their grandson one year, and then the next summer they'll bring their granddaughter, and it's, it's become the wonderful family tradition that we have seen quite a bit throughout the years. Paul, this is Brigitte. Um, the other thing I'd like to add to that is, and I always say this, that if a parent, you know, has a 14-year-old a, a uh, who wants to go to natural history, and um, because we usually say it's for 8- to 12-year-olds, I say if the kid doesn't roll their eyes when they say they're going to a museum, I say bring them on. They'll have a good time. Everybody should have a good time. It is. This is geared also for everybody to enjoy themselves. I'm having a good time. Absolutely. We are with uh, Brigitte Blacher and Liz Page from the Smithsonian. We're talking Smithsonian sleepovers today. This is such a, a wonderful program that the Smithsonian offers. And, and I, I got to ask you, Brigitte, right, right, uh, right here and now, do some of the things actually come alive? <laughs> what do you experience at the natural? <laughs> you know, what about the portrait gallery? Tell us a little bit about the various themes of the various museums. Well, let me let me tell you about the themes. So this year, uh, we're hoping to do at least one sleepover in four of the museums that we have here at the Smithsonian. Um, we first of all, there's American history, which we have designed as a mystery. Uh, at the museum, and essentially someone has, and I put my air quotes up, um, a stolen some objects, uh, and uh, she's, a, she's a terrible thief, as I like to say, and, but she's left us some clues to be able to figure out what objects that she has stolen. So the, the patrons and the, the kids and the parents and grandparents uh, will embark on a journey to figure out what objects have been stolen. And then as a kind of a layer on top of that, they can also, there are some um, clues that she's left about herself. And then from a lineup, they can also figure out who is our thief. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a great way to get through that museum. At um, National Portrait Gallery, we are, we're all going to don our hats, our artist hats, and we're going to embark on the idea of what is a portrait and looking at portraiture. We're going to design and look at different uh, mediums of portraiture, and then we're going to design our own portrait, which will hang in the Smithsonian for one night only, but it will hang in the Smithsonian in the Kogod uh, as they are as they're going to bed. And it's, it's a lovely way to, to end their adventure when they design their own self-portrait in a variety of mediums. And then uh, the um, Udvarhazi is all about flight, of course, and we take off in flight and uh, uh, through games and crafts and, and science experiments and all kinds of things, they're all trying to figure out uh, flight and understanding the idea of flight. And then finally, natural history, uh, which we have been doing the longest, is going to be have a rehaul this year. And uh, we are with the opening of the fossil hall 
uh, Dino Hall uh, slash Dino okay, Hall. Good. Um, we're going to redesign our activities. We're going to redesign our overarching theme, and we're going to look at the objects of wonder throughout that museum uh, that kind of spark creativity, leave us with questions like, wow, what is that? I bet this. And kind of, you know, guide the people through the museum with the ideas of collections and co- collections uh, and being their own curator. So it's, um, it, we, we're, we're still in the process of putting it all together, but it's a very exciting theme and, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to people coming and being a part of that or coming back and enjoying this one now too. Coming back, definitely. Over 10 years, Liz Page, I'm sure you have heard some great quotes from people who have participated, have, have come back. Share a few of the memorable quotes that you've heard. Sure. There's quite a few to uh, to choose from. It's kind of hard. But uh, there's one that I could think of when it was a conversation between uh, a mom and her daughter. And the, the daughter first says, Mom, can I ride the whale? And the mom says, No, honey. And the daughter says, But why? And the mom says, Because it's on the ceiling. <laughs> so that is, of course, referring to our right whale, Phoenix, who is in the ocean hall. Um, Hanging from above us then, all. Yes, hanging from above. So there's one of those. It's probably a good one. And then I actually keep, uh, we do evaluations in the morning because evaluations is always something that's very important to us to receive feedback on ways that we, we're always looking for ways to improve upon the experience. And there's actually one that I saved from many, many years ago. It's actually hanging up uh, in my office. So I get to look at it all the time. And if you'll indulge me for just a second, uh, as the little girl writes, museums are amazing, but when you sleep at one, it's 10 times more amazing. I loved every single hall that my mom and I went to. My mom might not have liked the insect hall as much as the other ones, but we had a great time overall. That's adorable. That is so sweet. What a yeah. nice thing for you to have there at your office and, uh, and yeah. just look at uh, daily to, to motivate you and, and motivate us all over 10 years. This is just a, such a wonderful program, and, and I'm just I'm touched at that lovely thank you note. Thanks for sharing that, Liz. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So cool. finally, because I know you guys are busy with sleepover planning, all that goes into a program like this, first of all, tell us where we can learn more about the sleepovers at Smithsonian, and then uh, maybe give us a little bit of a, of a hint as to uh, what might be coming up. Sure. Uh- Everybody uh, should sign up at uh, smithsoniansleepovers.org. Uh, give us their uh, email address and uh, let us uh, email them when we announce all of our dates. And then if we do a sleepover later on in the year, they'll also get notification of that. Um, there is, there's plenty that's going to be coming down their way. There's going to be lots of sleepovers this summer. So we hope that everybody will take advantage of that. We encourage also groups. So if some of your audience out there is part of a Girl Scout troop or a Boy Scout troop, um, any kind of groups that, that would like to come and join us, we enjoy having them as well. Uh, this is a great way to, to celebrate something or, or uh, congratulate them on, on achieving some goal. Um, and, and it's a great way to, uh, to also enjoy the summer here at the Smithsonian. Really enjoy the summer at the Smithsonian. Couldn't, couldn't have said that better. Liz Page, uh, Brigitte Blacher, so nice to talk to you both. Uh, 10th anniversary. Happy anniversary again to you, and uh, thanks so much for joining us today. You're welcome. My thanks to Brigitte Blacher and Liz Page and the Smithsonian Sleepovers team, plus the rest of the Smithsonian team for all they do to support the show. 
you'll find links to all the various Smithsonian Sleepover Museum programs, the dates, other details, and a sign-up for email updates in the show notes today, so please check it out. My thanks to you, our wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.